voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Swing, whatever you choose. Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, call-in and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educates, syncopates, radio Good evening from Indianapolis. No, I'm not in Indianapolis. Where am I? Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Bill, Bill we can hardly hear you. No audio. No audio? Well, how about if I do this? How about a very good Okay, there we go, Jeff. There we go. Okay. There we go. There we go. There we go. Yay, my, my switch got flipped or whatever. Anyway, that's covered up my mistake that I said it was in Indianapolis when I'm truly not. <laughs> what can I say? But anyway, we want to That's thank... Okay, Bill. It's cold in this part of the country. Right. You don't want to be here. No. But what we want to thank Dave and Thursday, Chris. It must be Paris. You, know? yeah. you, you have to figure out where you are. Right where I'm at. Yeah. But we want to thank Dave and Chris for uh, doing what they did last week to help us out. But Jeff... Take it away before I screw up some more. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Wherever you're listening to All Things Radio Live, Jeff Bender here with the award-winning crew, I guess we could say. First of all, we'll start things off with the radio news from a national perspective. Then we'll follow that up with Jennifer Sparks' call and in format changes. And in uh, the, a featured section here, let me tell you what we're going to be doing. Something just a little bit different. Let's go back to 1948. Now, I believe this was January 4th or January 5th, most likely January 5th, 1948. We're going to hear news from John Cameron Swayze as it aired on the NBC radio network. Next, our featured station, because I'd like to talk about this for a little bit. It's Top 40, and it's a radio station that has been Top 40 since 1980. The station is WKRZ-FM in Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. And we're going to hear Jumpin' Jeff Walker as, as he does the uh, Top 40 show. He's been with the radio station since its inception 40 years ago. Then, <clears throat> in my classic air check section... We're going to do this. We're going to go back to, a, remember, a radio announcer who passed away this past week. His name is Dave Hull. He died at the age of 86. He used to call himself the Hullabaloo. And we're going to hear him on KRLA from the 1966. So all in all, we've got a pretty special show, and I think you're going to wow. enjoy it. Our pre, pre-election pre coverage. Uh, a record on name it and claim it from Dave Hull back then. <laughs> you should, Bill, you should, you should promote Tuesday then. Uh, that's what I'm going to do. Um... We're going to start a show with, what time we start? 7 o'clock, I guess, or yeah, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. Make sure that the plane gets in in time to the real Indianapolis this time. But we're going to have people, various reporters from all over the country, and we're going to cover the election from our perspective, not from our political point of view, but news coverage. And we'll give you the news, and we'll be doing a lot of research, a lot of audio. There could even be some music in there, or Chris will remember great songs from the election. And so I'm going to be busy that night. I better get some rest Monday night, because flying (laughs) all day 
and Tuesday and then doing... It will basically be mostly this crew. So, uh, you know, you tune in and hear us and you'll be able to participate too. Yes, exactly right. Who knows knows what's going to happen, but uh, we're going to do it and you can still turn into all your different... TV outlets, but you can listen and to us, too. you can tell too. us things, too, if you find right. you hear something, hey. you know, we'll, uh, yeah. we'll, we'll look it up. We've had that happen uh, on our sports show where people, uh, I remember my friend Rick called in a death one time of uh, Jack Whitaker, so sometimes we uh, find out news from the audience. That's well. right. Exactly right, and uh, we'll do it. I mean, funny, when you turn her and we'll get to this after the news, but you turn around the dial on AM radio and Sometimes you don't hear a lot of election news like you used to. Maybe some from a few no. networks, but not like you used to. No. So, nope. you know, that's just kind of the way it is. I remember my childhood top 40 station would go wall-to-wall election co- coverage from 7 o'clock at night until whenever it ended the next, you know. Well, they probably figure the, why they 40. do it that- Watch oh, that, yeah. that, that they're competing with television and everyone's going to watch yeah, it on TV anyway. Right. You know, from a radio standpoint, the interesting thing for some radio stations in our state locally here is they will have to make decisions. Now, it won't be too difficult because the last game of the state volleyball tournament starts at 8. But some of that, you may have election coverage that joins it after the game or maybe they'll put the game online or something like that. But some stations have to make decisions do you cover your your local teams or do you do election it just you know i think that would depend upon the station it yeah. depends upon the state local sponsors all kinds of things i guess we really better get to jeff's award winning yeah, well, our guest panelist is over here purring and she's waiting for what excitement on the news. oh you know this is national cat day and yeah. i don't i yeah. don't think there's many people that are bigger <laughs> cat fans than i am besides maybe chris and I am. sean so we're trying to convert perry over <laughs> i'm a dog person and so she's, she's ready she's ready she's, she's purring Doug's cat was purring today when he called, so we can't we can't get the cat fans. I don't think Bernie's a cat fan either. I don't know if Bernie's no. here. T- no, Bernie's not. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Well, that's, no. that's short and sweet. That, that was to the point. There's about to the point, wasn't it, Bernie? We're sick. Anyway, <laughs> I get it, Bernie. But we're you. radio fans, right? Yeah, we are. No cats, right. no dogs. Thank you. Right, no cats, no dogs. No cats, no WRK. Hey, speaking of which, Bernie, I found, I just had to say this while I was thinking of it because I forget it, a air check from 1972 of WERK. Oh, you did? Yeah. Wow. So if you if that's something that's cool you might back. want to hear, uh, I'll be glad to bring that on next week. But I did find it from 1972. I'm, three Very guesses cool. in the first two. I bet you Bill Shirk's involved with it. <laughs> yeah. Probably so. All right. Here's Jeff's yeah. award-winning news. 
Live Jeopardy for All Things Radio. And here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. The FCC approves digital AM on a voluntary basis. Cleveland gains a new alternative rock radio station. We'll let you know what's happening on the street. And we get our look at the Nielsen October personal people meter ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and the FCC made major news. The FCC is now allowing AM stations to go all digital on a voluntary basis. There are some rules here, however, and this is how it all plays out. If an AM station decides to go digital, that digital signal must be equal or better than the analog signal that it originally had. The stations are allowed to have sub-digital channels, which can have additional services, such as song and title information, and other sub-carrier services that are allowed by the FCC. These digital signals may not interfere with regular analog signals, and those digital stations must provide EAS information for stations that use those stations for gaining that EAS information. That means those EAS messages might have to be made in analog form. Stations must also provide 30 days notice before they go all digital. Will this really work? According to Ajit Pai, head of the FCC, he says this is going to give AM stations a new lifeline. But my question here is, if AM stations go all digital, will manufacturers be required to manufacture radios to provide that digital service to the public? I haven't seen this in the FCC rules when it comes to implementing digital radio. We'll let you know more about this in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. The FCC is also making news on another front. A new window for non-commercial radio stations is opening up, in which radio stations can apply for non-commercial licenses. However, those licenses may be limited to only 10 per applicant. So if you want to apply for a commercial radio license, you are limited to only 10 applications for 10 different licensed facilities. We'll let you know more about this in a future All Things Radio live broadcast as well. In Cleveland, Ohio, say so long to Jenny 107.3 WNWVFM owned and operated by Rubber City Radio. It was only seven months ago when we featured this radio station on All Things Radio Live when they switched to the Jenny format. Jenny is now gone and the station is now broadcasting an alternative rock format calling themselves Cleveland's Alternative Rock Music and the New Discovery Music Station. This all came about when iHeartMedia dropped the alternative rock on a translator on 99.1, replacing it with the Black Information Network. In other news, Dory Monson is back on the air at Cairo FM. The station is owned and operated by Bonneville International doing a talk format. He's back on the air from noon to three. You might remember that he was suspended a few weeks ago because of his anti-transgender views. However, he has apologized for his mistake and is back on the air at Cairo FM. Congratulations go out to Mel Myers, who's the new morning host at radio station KBEZ-FM, The Drive in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mel Myers has spent many, many years working in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and he's glad to be back at KBEZ-FM. The station is owned and operated by Griffin Communications. In other news, iHeartMedia has launched the Black Information Network in Birmingham, Alabama via a translator on 92.7. The translator is owned and operated by the La Promesa Foundation. Congratulations go out to Chris Hernandez, who's the new operations manager for Endicom's Phoenix-owned and operated radio stations. Chris Hernandez has been working for Endicom since 2018, and he was the program director at radio station KALV-FM in Phoenix, Arizona, which programs a pop CHR format. Finally, folks living in Grand Rapids, Michigan, are gaining a new oldies radio station as iHeartMedia has dropped the rock format that was heard on radio station WBFX-FM, The Brew. The station has now adopted an oldies format, playing music of the 60s and 70s, and yes, we'll provide you with an air check of this radio station in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. Now it's time to begin our look at the Nielsen October Personal People Meter Ratings. And it looks like iHeartMedia made the right choice in Chicago, dropping country for rock on radio station WCHI-FM. First of all, though, let's take a look at New York City, where the number one-ranked radio station is WCBS-FM with a classic its format. The number two-ranked radio station is WLTW-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in New York City is WBLS-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. In Los Angeles, California, the number one-ranked radio station is KRTH-FM with a classic its format. The number two-ranked radio station is KTWV-FM with a rhythmic adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Los Angeles, California, 
California is KFI AM with its news, talk, and information format. In Chicago, Illinois, the number one rec radio station is WVAZFM with an urban adult contemporary format. The number two rec radio station is WBBM AM with its all news operation. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Chicago, Illinois is WDRVFM with a classic rock format. But what about WCHIFM, which dropped country in favor of rock? In September, WCHI had a 1.8 share of the audience. However, in the October book, WCHIFM had a 2.2 share of the audience. In San Francisco, California, it looks like the spoken word format is doing quite well. The number one rec radio station is KQEDFM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk and information format. The number two rec radio station is KCBS AM with its all news operation. And finally, the number three rec radio station in San Francisco, California is KNBR AM with its all sports operation. In Dallas, Texas, the number one rec radio station is KLTYFM with a contemporary Christian format. The number two rec radio station is KHKSFM with a pop CHR format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Dallas, Texas is KPLXFM with a country format. In Houston, Texas, the number one rec radio station is KODAFM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rec radio station, and I don't believe we've seen this as number two for a while, is KTRHFM with a news talk and information format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Houston, Texas is KGLKFM with a classic rock format. In Atlanta, Georgia, the number one rec radio station is WSBAM with a news talk and information format. The number two rec radio station is WSRVFM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Atlanta, Georgia is WALRFM with an urban adult contemporary format. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the number one rec radio station is WDASFM with an urban adult contemporary format. The number two rec radio station is WMGKFM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania is WMMRFM with a rock format. Out on Long Island, the number one rec radio station is WAXQFM, which is actually licensed in New York City with a classic rock format. The number two rec radio station is WBLIFM with a pop CHR format. And finally, the number three rec radio station out on the island is WBABFM with a classic rock format. In Riverside, California, the number one rec radio station is KLYYFM with a Spanish adult hits format. The number two rec radio station is KOLAFM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Riverside, California is KFRGFM with a country format. In San Jose, California, the number one rec radio station is KQEDFM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk and information format. The number two rec radio station is KBAYFM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in San Jose, California is KCBS AM with its all news operation. Finally, in New Jersey, and that encompasses the counties of Middlesex, Somerset, and Union, the number one rec radio station is WAXQFM out of New York City with a classic rock format. The number two rec radio station also out of New York City is WBLSFM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rec radio station is WKXWFM with its talk personality format. Next week, we'll continue our look at the Nielsen October personal people meter ratings. It's always sad when I have to report the death of two radio icons. This past week, we lost Dave Hull and Ron Britton. Dave Hall was a force to be reckoned with, spending the majority of his radio career out on the West Coast. He made his mark in broadcasting, working at radio station KRLA from 1963 to 1969. However, he also worked at KGBS, KMPC, and other radio stations throughout the Los Angeles market. Dave Hall passed away at the age of 86. We're also saddened to report the death of Ron Britton. Ron Britton passed away at the age of 86. Unfortunately, Ron took his own life after he lost his wife of over 64 years. Ron Britton made his 
Buck at Radio Station WCFL in the 1960s. He also worked at Radio Station WINDAM, as well as numerous other Chicago radio stations. And he also worked at the Satellite Music Network. Ron Britton passed away at the age of 86. Finally, according to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one was United Healthcare, followed by Geico Insurance, Progressive Insurance, T-Mobile, and VIX. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Great job, Jeff. Thank you. You know, I'm... It, what bothers me about this whole thing about Ron Britton, and I don't want to—I'm not trying to get morose here or anything—but maybe because as I grew up as a kid, we think of radio people as being like superhumans. And you know, obviously, yeah. we get older and we realize that that radio people are, are people just like you know all of us. We're all the same, you know. But but it, yeah. it, it's no, no, sad. We're superhuman. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know that, Bernie. But you know, it, yeah. it, it is okay. always sad to, to to think about this because Ron. Ron Britton was very unique in that he used a lot of imagination. He used the theater of the oh, mind. He was excellent. He was good. Yeah. And uh, even when he did the Satellite Music Network, he put a lot of that personality into it. The big problem he had was uh, back in 2004, he was working at the oldie station, 1690 in Chicago, WWRRL. And Tommy Edwards said to him, look, you got to keep your comedy bits to a minute. And he said, I can't do that. There's no, there's no way I can just do that. And unfortunately, he, he tended his resignation. So, unfortunately, uh, well, he passed it, it, it's like you can't teach an old dog new tricks, right? right. You know, because yeah. he did what he did for so long and so well that he was convinced that that's what you know people wanted to hear. That's and, right. and he had a following. And it, what bothers me about him killing himself is, just, is if, if it could have been prevented, that that's what bothers me because uh, you know. But, yeah, but that's you know, sad. What, what can you say, Bernie? But you know, this is the way. This unfortunately, I mean, well, Lee Baby Sims did the same thing. You well, know, it went, he, yeah, and he lost his wife, and he just didn't see any reason to go on. Yeah, I guess the baby that. was uh, incurable uh, cancer, I think, and he decided. To that's end correct. It. Yeah. Um, that's correct. So, I mean, it, it is unfortunate, but you know, life does go on. Unfortunately, as we as we already know, but it's a it's, it's an issue in radio, and then you know, this is he's not the first radio announcer who has done this, and he certainly won't be the last. But we do. Well, you know, you oh, talk yeah. about the show must go on. There's a famous story about Luke Costello and his son had drowned in their swimming pool that day and he went in and did the show and you know he they did you know the show must go on he did the show and then he burst into tears after the show that's a famous oh, old radio to. story yeah you know wow. but he did do it because and many people had wow. offered you know george burns all the other comedians offered to come in and work with with lou you know but he said no i'll do it you know or uh, but well it was lou who had it but we'll work with bud abbott and others had offered to come in and uh he he Said no, I'll do it. And there's a lot of history between about Lou and Bud Abbott because they got they they were hassled by the IRS, and in later lives they ended up parting ways uh, before before uh, uh, Lou Costello passed away. They didn't they they had they had problems on and off the on and off the airs, uh, as you know uh, if you've known the history of old time radio. But they certainly were forced to be reckoned with when they were on the air at that t- particular time. I heard also a story I've never heard it, but one of the things that was done apparently on a Jack Benny show because he was very close to Clark Gable and Carol Lombard and she died in a plane crash in like 1940 or something and they t- did a whole tribute to her on a particular Jack Benny show wasn't even a comedy show they just talked about her and you know so real life does intrude on, into this stuff you know this is also true 
Well, think of the situation. A lot of, in real lot of life great memories, when, though. A lot of great memories like, with regard to Ron Britton, though. He he was so energetic and so much mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. When did you listen to Ron Britton? The Julison on CFL. Oh yeah, yeah. See, those, those, those we could get him pretty. We could get him pretty well here at night, and he he just was, was he came screaming in. He was, yeah, you know, they did uh, that, too. And the, the funny thing is, uh, WCFL. He, 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 I didn't realize that back in 1960, he also worked at WSAI in Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, oh, and okay. Unfortunately, there are not a lot of air checks of uh, Ron Britton around. And I do have some. We played. We played at least one of them from WCFL on uh, the All Things Radio, and I'll try to get some more as we go. Yeah, those of us who grew up in the West didn't ever get to hear CFL much. So, oh, you know, man, he was good. It. But if you grew up west of uh, the Mississippi, you didn't really hear him. So. But, wow, you know, Bernie, we're going to have some format changes in Indianapolis. What else is new? Okay. Wow. I mean, <laughs> we haven't had any for a while, but... We've we've got like WZRL down at the almost the very bottom of the ratings list. I'm just yeah. getting through yeah. here. Um, Walt FM and the other alternative station, even way down below uh, ten. Well, not ten seventy, but whatever ninety three five and one zero seven five. The fan and ten seventy, way down below those stations there's no way these fm signals should be down below that can i mean no you know it's going to happen and it's going to happen soon uh, by the way before i know we have a hand from raised from uh dave out in california now i think the thing about these digital things on am is they're going to take all these sub digital channels and use them for translators so uh oh that's, yeah that's what they'll do we, we already know this already dave you have your hand raised go ahead go ahead you're unmuted oh, okay am i am i still muted no no, no you're, you're not muted. Go ahead. Ahead. okay um yeah just just wanted to uh, talk about dave hall for a minute because uh actually for a lot of years uh, dave hall ran a little uh, from distantly from from his home in Pasadena, wherever it ran a uh, station here in that we got in the valley. They called it King's Radio, and we I think it had more than one translator. We have one in Lindsay, but I think there might have been others in the valley. Uh, basically, it was it wasn't much. It was just a it was automated forties uh, and music of the forties and whatever, but. Uh, Never heard him on there, but uh, but I heard that he ran it. I don't know if that's true or not. In the early uh, 2000s, when I used to go from Texas to California on a semi-regular basis, I used to hear him on KQXY on uh, in the afternoon uh, going through Palm Springs. So that's kind of cool to hear him, and he sounded good. Yeah, he sounded good doing that format. Anyway, well, what, what, what kind of format was that? They were doing standards. Oh, okay, so that would be that would make sense then, because yeah, he was yeah, it was a standard he, he station. Anyway, the station is now apparently off the air, and I guess that's yeah, why I, I guess they couldn't are. handle it anymore. I don't know. This anyway. was like oh one oh two oh three around the, that time frame. Yeah, yeah. All right. great. See you all. All right, thank Dave. You, good Dave. talking to you, and a good thank you for listening. Well, let's see. Now, it's one time. question. Oh, go ahead. One question about the AM digital. Now on FM, of course. They could have HD two, three, and four. I've heard is AM only an HD one and an HD two, or are they going to be able to have? The no, they can have multiple digital four? channels. But it's already being done in uh, Maryland by uh, Hubbard Broadcasting. So they've they've been experimenting with this with going all digital for about but, a year now. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. if they could have four like FM or if it's yes, just they can. Two. They can they can have four like FM. It, it can be and done. In this in this system, would they turn off the analog or or? 
just have the digital. No, tube. there will be no analog. That that's the whole point. The point is it's all digital. Then there there is no analog at that point. Right. So, um, does, but nobody's got these radios. So it, it's a well, and egg exactly. Situation. That's the yeah. problem. They have them in the cars. There are the car the the car radios have them, but the uh, but there are no yeah. really aren't any except for maybe Sanjian radios that were around for a while that made them. And uh, I think Mike has Mike Loft has a Sony stereo that has uh, all digital. But unfortunately, that you're right. And until they make radios that can do it, as I should probably say, this is a lifeline for FM. But for AM, I should say, but unless the FCC mandates uh, putting digital radios out on the market, it may never it may never do anything for the AM radio stations. Now, that are, about a year ago, it. we had W. There was talk about WQAM doing this in Miami. Did they do it? And is the five, the uh, uh, analog off, or did they not do that? They haven't done it yet. Okay, so there was talk. As far as I know, they haven't done it yet. So that's all I can tell you. So I have uh, a question about HD radio that somebody. Was telling me, Dan, it deals with translators, and I apologize to the callers who said my audio was a little distorted. I think we now have that fixed. However, it sounds good now. Yeah. Good. I, but the the question I have, Doug was telling me about translators that put something on there called a boost, which means that you may be on one side of town. They'd carry one sporting event on ninety three point five, and on another side. They would carry another event, so I, I don't. <laughs> I haven't seen that, but but they're talking about about geo about geo targeting ads and things like that. So maybe maybe they're also being able to talk about geo targeting programming. I don't know, but it, Doug tells me there's something credible to it. So yeah, I mean, I I, I definitely know that. I, Pam, hold on a second here. Okay, go uh, ahead, Pam. And Pam, you have your hand raised. I'm going to ask you to unmute yourself, please, and then we can get to you. So I know you have a question that you'd like to talk about. So when you get unmuted, we can talk to you on this. Uh, but yeah, Bill, it's going to be very interesting. Hello, guys. Yeah, go ahead, Pam. Hello. Hey, no, I was just going to mention that uh, you were talking about uh, uh, radio uh, personalities losing spouses and sort of just deciding that it was time to bow out slowly. Well, I was watching an interview years ago with uh, Frank Gifford. And he basically yep. said the same thing about Howard Cosell. He said his wife yes, was his I had heard that, that his wife, was, wife Emmy died, and he was never the same afterwards. He was yes. never the same. Yeah, that's exactly what uh, what I have well, to bring and, up. And yeah. radio is a funny business. I, I, it's hard to, you know, there was a guy named Pete Myers who played Mad Daddy on WINS and in Cleveland on yep. WHK, oh, yeah. and he was also on w, uh, the other sta- uh, other stations as well. But, but he made his big mark in New York City working at WNEWAM. And he was a very, very good middle-of-the-road uh, announcer as well. And it happened to be in 1968. I think I don't remember the exact date, but he um, they wanted to move his shift. He was he was doing the uh, noon to four shift, and they wanted to move him to eight to midnight. And he shot himself to death. I mean, you don't think it, it, there are there, there are so many variables in radio. And Bernie, you've seen I'm, I've met people all over the country in radio over the years, and. You know, you don't think that it would affect someone like that, but it but it can, and it's it's it it, is a hard. You know, when when they when they uh, some new people came in at Emmis, and one of the first things they did is they took me off mornings, and I really thought I would be on mornings till I retired, and I was really sad. Yeah, you know, I went back. To, I went back to afternoons, and that's fine because that's where I did most of my years anyway. But I had really grown into the morning thing, and I was. I was really despondent for quite a while. 
So, yeah, I can see how that stuff can happen. But how did you deal with it, Bernie? You, you, you could have easily said, enough, I, I quit, or, you, you know, you didn't start. Obviously, you didn't take your life, of course, but, I mean, how did you say, how did you come to the grips with it and say, well, I'm on afternoons, we'll just move on? Is that what you did? Or, you know, how did you? I, I worked for the, the greatest owner in the world in Jeff Smolian and uh, a company that always gave me a chance and always worked with me on any kind of technical glitches and problems. And I thought, okay, if that's what I got to do, I got to do it. And they didn't cut my morning pay. So I was doing afternoons making morning money. So uh, yeah. that, that made it a little easier to take. Yeah. And, and you know, the, it, that's the way it is in radio. But, again, again, we think a lot of times, Bernie, and I think this is true. I mean, we think, as a kid, you know, you think that the radio stars you grew up with and listen to are superhuman. And they're, oh, and, yeah. Yes, yeah. and they, they are human, obviously, but, but they have the same faults, the same problems that, that, that we have that we have as well. So, I mean, you know, it, you know, yeah. you know what can I, I say? I actually was lucky. At nine years old, I actually found that in a very quick way. I got uh, my father, a new a sports writer for the Quincy Patriot Ledger, got a, got me into the Bruins locker room after a game. We went to the Bruins game, got in the locker room. I met uh, Bill Harrington, the color man. He was a hail fellow well met. Hey, how you doing? Met a whole bunch of players. Met Fred Cusick, who at that time had been kind of one of my favorites, who was the play-by-play guy. He's like, hi. He was a very shy guy, and he just like oh, yeah, gave me this yeah. wet fish hand handshake, and I like. Ooh, I didn't expect that. You know, so know. it was like it's, it's even at nine, I, I sort of got the idea that, uh, you know, that can happen, that people aren't who you think they are. That's no, certainly and, true. And I remember I remember once calling a guy on WNAP who always sounded, you know, good, sounded up-tempo. And he picks up the phone, he goes, NAP. I go, good morning to you, too. Yeah. Yeah. I go, what's up? He goes, he goes, if you if you had to talk to all these asshole kids like I do, you'd have a headache. <laughs> he, yeah. he did not enjoy himself at all. Well, <laughs> okay, man, I'll, I'll let you go then. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah. Well, uh, let me just do two more things that we want to make. I just want to get this out before we do Jennifer's call or in format changes. Folks in New York City are going to notice it on uh, September, I guess it is, uh, 9th, and you're going to hear a new November 9th, a new lineup on WFAN AM and FM. Uh, Joe Beningo is retiring, and they're going to bring back Greg Carton, and, and he'll be on with Evan Roberts. And uh, so I think you're going to have a, it's going to be interesting to see how he comes back. And the other thing is uh, WFAN is going to be partnering with FanDuel, so you'll see lots of cross-promotion and some advertising and special odds for fan listeners uh, mm-hmm. on games and stuff like that. And that's going to be interesting. The other thing is, the only thing is, is that if they do commercials, and they will be doing live commercials for FanDuel, is that Greg Carton, because he was convicted of a Ponzi scheme and getting involved with gambling and everything else with his uh, gambling hand, won't be doing commercials. That will be taken over by <laughs> by, <laughs> by his co-host. So so yeah. we'll talk more about that in the radio news next week as yeah, well. Another, another thing I heard, my, my friend Judy heard this, that apparently – uh, after the Cousin Brucey show on Saturday nights, and I don't know when it starts, which day, uh, Tony Orlando is going to do a music show. That's correct. I was going to talk about Orlando. that on right. Tuesday as well. That'll be on from yeah. 10 to midnight, as far as I know. Bill, have so we'll right. be able to tie a r- yellow ribbon around the old oak tree. Yeah. We will That's tie correct. it around your radio dial so you remember to listen. Okay, yeah. so we can tie it around. All right, it's time to move on with Jennifer Sark's <laughs> right, caller uh, and format change. We'll tie our yellow ribbon around that and bring on Jennifer. She's right. 
Hello everyone, I'm Jennifer Sparks and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of October 29th. KIXN 102.9 Hobbs, New Mexico changes slogan from the country leader KIX 103 to KIX 103. KOHI 1600 St. Helens, Oregon changes slogan from Columbia County Talk Radio to K-O-H-I-A-M 1600 K-Z-O-R 94.1 Hobbs, New Mexico changes slogan from Today's Best Music Mix Z-94 to Mix Z-94 W-A-S-K-F-M 98.7 Battleground, Indiana changes slogan from Classic Hits 98.7 W-A-S-K-F-M WASK to 98.7 WASK. WBOM 1470 Meridian, Connecticut changes slogan from Trump 103.3 to Talk of Connecticut. WDRC 1360 Hartford, Connecticut changes slogan from Trump 103.3 to Talk of Connecticut. WDVX 89.9 Clinton Tennessee changes slogan from East Tennessee's own to WDDX 89.9 FM. WKHY 93.5 Lafayette, Indiana changes slogan from Lafayette's Rock Station to Solid Rock. KHT 93.5 WQLN FM 91.3 Erie, Pennsylvania changes format from news to news talk. WSNG 610 Torrington, Connecticut changes slogan from Trump 103.3 to talk of Connecticut. WVOE 1590 Chadburn, North Carolina changes slogan from the voice of Ebony Music with a message to WBOE 1590 AM WXXB 102.9 Delphi, Indiana changes slogan from B1029 today's hit music to B1029 KTSO FM 100.9 Sepulpa, Oklahoma changes format from 80s hits to soft AC and changes slogan from totally awesome 80s to tosses soft oldies. WALQ 1130 Carville, Alabama changes primary format from news talk to adult contemporary and adds secondary format talk and adds slogan digital 1490 the beast. WBSR 1450 Pensacola, Florida changes format from contemporary Christian to sports and adds network provider Fox Sports Radio and changes slogan from Wow Radio to the fan. WEST 1400 Easton, Pennsylvania changes primary format from tropical to Spanish and adds secondary 
legendary format Tropical and change its slogan from Mega 99.5 to Mega 101.7. WHOL 1600 Allentown, Pennsylvania changes format from Tropical to Talk and changes slogan from Mega 99.5 to Talk 106.9 FM. WIRB 1490 Level Plains, Alabama changes primary format from talk to adult contemporary and adds secondary format talk and changes slogan from talk 1490 to digital 1490 the beast WLZA 96.1 Eupora Kansas changes primary network provider from Westwood One Classic Hits to Skyview Classic Hits WMBW 88.9 Chattanooga Tennessee changes slogan from WMBW Moody Radio where you turn for life to Moody Radio WMKW 89.3 Crossville Tennessee changes slogan from WMBW Moody Radio where you turn for life to Moody Radio WOXF 105.1 Oxford Mississippi changes format from hot AC to adult contemporary WQLJ 105.5 Water Valley Mississippi changes format from hot AC to adult contemporary WUNT FM 88.3 Princeton, Illinois changes calls to WZIV FM KHTC 1490 Malmstrom Air Force Base, Montana changes slogan from 1490 AM The Patriot to KHTC 104.3 FM 1490 AM KKDV 92.1 Walnut Creek, California changes slogan from Diablo Valley's hometown station to 92.1 KKDV KKIQ 101.7 Livermore, California changes slogan from best variety of music from the 80s, 90s and today to 101.7 KKIQ WBZL 103.3 Greenwood, Mississippi changes format from sports to classic country and adds slogan 103.3 WFCM FM 91.7 Murfreesboro, Tennessee changes slogan from WMBM Muty Radio where you turn for life to WFCM Nashville WFCN 1200 Nashville, Tennessee changes slogan from WMBW Moody Radio where you turn for life to WFCM Nashville WGOG 101.7 Wahala, South Carolina changes slogan from the Golden Corners Radio Station to 101.7 WGOG WNAU 1470 New Albany, Mississippi changes slogan from Oldies Radio 1470 AM WNAU to WNAU AM 1470 
1970. WRJR 670, Claremont, Virginia, changes format from Spanish religious to regional Mexican and changes slogan from Nueva Vida Claremont 670 to La Raza. WWAX FM 92.1, Hermantown, Minnesota, changes calls to WWPE FM. KQQK 107.9, Beaumont, Texas, changes format from Tejano to Spanish Adult Hits. KVOO FM 98.5, Tulsa, Oklahoma, changes slogan from 98.5 KVO, today's country variety, to 98.5 KVOO, Tulsa's country. WIEZ 1490, Decatur, Alabama, changes format from oldies to classic hits and changes slogan from 94.7 WIEZ favorites of the 60s, 70s, and 80s to 94.7 WIEZ. WKTO 88.9 Edgewater, Florida changes slogan from We Keep Telling Others to WKTO 89.9 FM. WSK W 1160 Skohegan, Maine changes slogan from classic hits to oldies. The following stations have signed off the air. KNBY 1280, Newport, Arkansas. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week. For All Things Radio, I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a very good week. Thank you very much, Jennifer. Gee, it's kind of something about those Connecticut stations changing from Trump radio. Uh, yeah. like, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Why don't you <laughs> wait a week or two? And you really have to do same, it now? Yep, and they're all owned by the same <laughs> people. They're owned by, con- by Connoisseur. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're owned uh, by Doga? Connoisseur Media. Yeah, Connoisseur, yeah. yeah, they're owned by Connoisseur okay. Media. Yeah. So that was just a the, gimmick. That was just the other one. Yeah, and the other one too that I thought was funny. You've got a battleground Indiana for election day. We got battleground. Yeah, it's actually got... uh, Lafayette, but it's it's right outside Lafayette. So right. Okay. Yeah. Was there actually a famous battle fought there or something? Is that why it's called? That? I don't think so. I don't think okay. so. But it is. Well, been, I don't you know, know. War or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I know. I'm not sure. I mean, I only know about Bloomington because my nephew went to college at the University, Indiana University, and I went right. to visit him there years ago, year, you know, long, long time ago, and I got to meet uh, Bobby Knight. So uh, that was, that cool. was I don't know. Nice. I picked up Did he throw a chair at you? in Kendallville on a sporadic E opening once. Yeah, no, he didn't throw a chair at me, Chris, but I, but, uh, and he was a very nice guy. I got to tell you, he really yeah, was. Yeah, I've heard that, that he can, was, could be very nice. He was yeah. a very nice yeah. guy, and he taught. But my, my, my nephew took a course by him. Uh, I think he taught a, a course on, on coaching and motivation or something of that nature. And he said the guy was really nice, and, I, and, he, and he was. So uh, mm-hmm. that's all I can say. Cool. That's, that's what I've heard about him, uh, Jeff, is that w- – on the court, he was one way, and off the court, he was another way. Well, that's certainly true. So, uh, kind of like and I do have this. I do have a rant that he. So I have a wave file where he does a rant with because the team lost, and the language <laughs> that came out of him, and the yelling that came out of him. I, we, I'd love to put it on all things radio, but we really can't. So, uh, uh, and that, that same that rant, same rant yeah. that you have, uh, somebody at WIBC took it and put. Laugh tracks behind it, like you know the old Andy Griffith type show laugh track, and it was just so hilarious. The, 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 the cleanest Bobby thing Knight's I could, going, 
I'll be blank blank if I'm going to lose to Purdue. And the crowd just laughs. And, and, the, and the best thing is, I'm going to make you run until you haven't until you haven't suffered. You haven't suffered until I make it. So, I mean, the, it was just amazing, Perny. When I heard was this. there. Oh, yeah. So, that's a, so uh, Perry, you've probably heard them both. Which is, has more profanity in it, the Tommy Lasorda or the Bobby Knight? Uh, I have not heard this I have particular the, I have Bobby Lasorda. Knight, but I have heard I've heard a Bobby Knight rant. They would be close, Chris. I know. Okay. The, actually, actually, I have the Tommy Lasorda one because all the profanity was, was beeped out of it, and I have it because it was on yeah, the oh, – Oh, that's a it was, funny one. It was on the Jim Healy sportscast that he would play. He would, and we played it on All Things Radio. Um, yeah. And it, that had a lot more profanity in it than Bobby Knight. So uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that I can tell you. So, well, how about if we move on to uh, John Cameron Swayze. John, John Cameron Swayze. 19. Jeff was 25 then. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't now, was even this, alive was yet. This, this was not the same person, I assume, that was on uh, NBC still in the in the eighties, correct? No, no, he had, he passed. He was he had retired. There was a John Cameron Swayze Jr. who called himself John Cameron or Cameron right. Swayze when he worked at WCBS. This, yeah, this he this guy went by Cameron Swayze, and he was on NBC News. That no, that that that's John. That's his son. That okay. Jr. Yes. So we're going to take that magic time machine back. So, Chris, maybe if you could figure out what the date is uh, as well. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about this. And, and even Chris on Tuesday. Yeah, he can talk about a uh, famous election in 1948. So there stay sure tuned one. for all that. Yeah. So here we go, 1948. Ladies and gentlemen, a good morning to you. This is John Cameron Swayze in the NBC Newsroom in New York. Over to the deal of the storm area today, the forecast is for better weather, which is encouraging news to many thousands of people. We'll have details of this top subject during the broadcast. Threat of a fuel oil strike in hard-hit New York City increases. Boston's truck driver strike is still in progress. Our direct reports of the morning take us to Washington, to Paris, and to London. The Weather Bureau says that generally over the storm area, stretching from the Texas panhandle to the east coast, the worst is past. While that is encouraging, it definitely does not solve the problems of thousands and thousands of people in hard-hit areas. The death toll attributed to the storm is high, and the damage will run well into the millions of dollars. Hundreds of communities, particularly here in the east and the northeast, are without electric or telephone service. The estimate is that 16,000 homes in and around New York City are without electricity. What happens in that case? Well, here's exactly what happened in one of them. It's a first-hand report because this is what happened to the suburban Swayze's who are now living in a New York hotel. My son met me in the drive when I arrived home yesterday morning. We'll have to clean up this drive a little more, I told him, so that that uh, fuel oil truck can get in easily. Okay, he replied, but there's not too much of a hurry for the truck now. You see, the electricity is off. Well, here is what that rather bland statement meant. When the electricity goes off, we are without lights, refrigeration, heat, or the furnace ceases to function. The hot water heater also stops functioning, and we have no cooking facilities. So I drained the pipes, the furnace boiler, the hot water heater, put the dog in a boarding kennel, the car in a garage, and we moved to New York overnight, or maybe longer. Like thousands of other families, we'll get back maybe today, tomorrow, or next week. No one knows, not even the electric company spokesman. In the state of New Jersey, which is possibly the hardest hit area of all in the Northeast, the governor has proclaimed a state of emergency, and in the northern part, armories have been opened with cots available in order that families may find shelter. 
In New York City, the stock curb and cotton exchanges called off today's business, and the Boston and Chicago stock exchanges are also closed. The threat of another snowstorm in New York, it actually started late yesterday, seems past this morning, the storm having blown out to sea. Over the nation, the New Year's snowfall varied from 11 inches in some parts of the Midwest to 26 inches in the eastern Adirondacks. Widespread damage is reported from Pennsylvania, where highways are glazed. This is also true pretty generally in the east and in some other parts of the country. Travel of all types has been disrupted, but rail travel is returning to near normal. In Illinois, damage to telephone equipment alone is being estimated at nearly a million and a quarter dollars. However, no matter how badly off any of the recently hit communities may be, Burlington, Iowa still is entitled to the unwanted first place in this regard. Burlington is isolated from the world except by shortwave radio, and the city of some 30,000 has been without light and power since New Year's Eve when the storm first struck. The threat of a fuel oil shortage because of the threatened strike of tugboat workers in New York City's harbor is a very real one this morning. Agreement satisfactory to the union members has not been reached between negotiators, and the strike deadline is midnight tonight. Continuous sessions will be held today with a city labor representative in an effort to avoid the walkout. This morning, the federal government is moving to aid the people in the southern states struck by the recent tornadoes. The people have already done much to help themselves. The fatality toll now stands at 22, and damage is estimated at a million and a half dollars. In Milwaukee, Wisconsin overnight, 12 firemen were overcome by smoke in a fire which knocked out half the burglary circuits of one supplying company. Incidentally, in that New York fire, which was mentioned in bulletin form during yesterday's broadcast, seven buildings were damaged, several persons injured, and because of foam rubber stored in one of the buildings, it was one of the smokiest fires in Manhattan's history. This morning, a small cannery tender, the Spencer, is breaking up on a rocky shore of the Alaskan coast, and so far, two rescue vessels have turned back because of the weather. A Coast Guard cutter and a Navy tug have had to put in for shelter because they began to ice up while en route to the Spencer. The number of persons aboard the cannery vessel is not known. In the overseas news today, the future of the Schumann government in France awaits the action of the National Assembly which is meeting to vote on the Premier's anti-inflation bill. We're going to have a direct report from Paris in just a few moments in which this will be covered. It may be remembered that Premier Schumann said that an unfavorable vote from the Assembly would mean the end of his particular government. In Athens, it's reported that Greek troops are now tracking down guerrilla rear guard units. These units had stayed behind the retreating rebel forces in an effort to block entry of more government reinforcements into Konitsa. Word from Jerusalem says that Haganah, once referred to as the Jewish underground, but which has now assumed the proportions and activities of a militia, is convinced it can successfully defend the Jewish state. The information comes from one of its officers, who adds that Haganah also feels that such an effort in a partitioned Palestine, though it would be ultimately successful, would take from two to three years and be costly in lives. The U.N. Security Council at Lake Success will meet on Tuesday to tackle its most recent problem, the Dominion of India, Dominion of Pakistan dispute over the fighting in the princely state of Kashmir. And NBC monitors here this morning that the Pakistan cabinet is meeting to make formal reply to the charges brought by the Dominion of India. 
Now for our morning travels. First to the capital for Arthur Barrio in Washington. It's pretty early in the morning to begin tossing percentages around, but the old fractions and decimals are playing a very active role in our lives. This is Arthur Barrio in Washington. Now we span the Atlantic to hear from Paul Oshenard in Paris. The political truce which lasted barely through the holidays has ended. This is Paul Oshenard in Paris. Next up, England. Come in, Don Cook in London. In far-off Rangoon, nearly halfway on around the world from London, Burma today becomes an independent and self-governing nation. This is Don Cook in London. Here in the United States, in the labor news, the first day of the cables workers' strike in four companies appears to have cut down the amount of traffic that is normally handled with the Pacific. However, it apparently did not reduce the flow of transatlantic messages, as the companies say supervisory employees were able to handle all traffic. In Boston, the strike of some 6,000 AFL truck drivers is now in its third day, and there are no signs of settlement. Virtually the only truck traffic is that of food, fuel, and medical supplies. 450 companies are involved. In Manila, the gasoline shortage has been eased through an at least temporary settlement of the strike of major oil company employees. An overnight speaker in this country was the Navy's Director of Public Relations, Rear Admiral Felix Johnson. And the Admiral told the graduating class at Annapolis that the public should get all the information possible without violating security. He said, in part, it's up to us to tell the taxpayers what is being done with their money. Near Salem, Oregon, a logging truck crashed through a bridge along a country road, completely wrecking it. And then officials learned that the stork was expected in three homes separated from hospitals and doctors by the missing bridge. So the county borrowed a movable bridge from the state and is making an all-out effort to get it installed. And unless the stork shows an awful burst of speed, they figure they'll make it. In Philadelphia, the city needed new motor cars for official work and advertised for bids with the old city cars offered as trade-ins. They received two offers from dealers who said they would supply new cars and pay additional cash as well. So Philadelphia is buying 258 new motor cars, trading in old ones, and making $10,000 cash on the transaction because the dealers can resell the old trade-ins for such a high price. That's the story, folks. John Cameron Swayze saying goodbye from the newsroom in New York. Wow. Well, cool. he was to the point. That was cool. Wow. I have heard about that storm. Now, I don't know all the statistics about it or whatever, but I did know that Boston and New York and the whole Northeast, but that we hear that it was a really big one off all the way from Texas. And Perry, tell us something about Burlington, Iowa. That was kind of interesting. Yeah, Burlington, Iowa was in the southeast corner of the state. It, yep. it It's uh, down close to the Missouri-Illinois border, but uh, it sounds like it was pretty bad wow, there well, when that storm yeah. happened. You know, one thing you know, and by the way, that was January 5th, uh, Chris. Yeah, I kind of, the, uh, Because uh, yeah. the 4th was when Burma, I looked it up on using my voice assistant over over the weekend when I was putting this together, and mm-hmm. uh, it, they became an independent country. Actually, it was Myanmar now, but it was Burma back then uh, on January 4th. So that was January 5th. But when, what you learn, and you, and when you listen to the writing, and I think Bernie and Bernie, you can agree with this one, is that the writing is is such that uh, that it's very um, the writing is so different today compared very. with what it was back in nineteen forty eight. But it was yeah. Cool. Well, was, I, I think our way. Of, hold on a second, Gary. Go ahead, Bernie. Oh, sorry. It was it was just kind of neat to hear the way they uh, spoke. 
in that in those days. And and I always heard that part of the reason that they spoke so precisely is because the mics weren't as good as they are now. <laughs> well, that's a good excuse for the way yeah. you know, yeah. people talk. Yeah. Right you know, I know we don't get my sources, but if you go to YouTube, you can look up this uh, this feed, and it's and when you when you download it on YouTube or you when you play it on YouTube, it's it's eight hours long. It's it's just nothing but oh, newscasts wow. and stuff. Oh. So, oh wow, that'd be great. And, and, oh, and, and, wow, yeah. And so, yeah, there's, and, there's so a lot of, of that things stuff. That, one of the things I was going to tell people is that John Cameron Swayze then went on, and people remember him from the Timex commercials in the 60s. Oh, yeah. But he went on, oh, yeah. he went on uh, to NBC TV, and once they – the TV network hadn't really been established. That was what established, I think, in 48 or so. And uh, at least that's when Channel 4 here came on, and maybe they had just getting started. But anyhow, he became the nightly news guy there. But the, the show was only 15 minutes. I remember seeing it in the 50s. And Douglas Edwards was the guy on uh, CBS that did the nightly news. This is before Huntley and Brinkley and Walter Cronkite. But this is why when you hear the old Flying Saucer records that Buchanan and Goodman did, this is John Cameron Cameron downtown. That's who they're talking about is John Cameron Swayze. And you know what's funny? Every time I hear his his name, that's the first thing I think of is those those (laughs) John Cameron Cameron. (laughs) And when you talk about 15-minute newscasts, you know, when when ABC got Peter Jennings back in the 60s, people don't realize that ABC was really a fledgling network. They weren't doing very well as opposed to NBC and CBS. And their newscast on on the weekdays wasn't 30 minutes like Walter Cronkite. I remember that. It was only 15 minutes. The mid-60s, it was. You don't realize realize that. So, uh, well, you know, if if you guys would like, and I want you to send Bill or send me an email, Jeff at allthingsradio.net, or send Bill an email, because I have a bunch of this stuff, and we can edit it down, and we can occasionally yeah. put some of these old newscasts in because I think it gives a uh, perspective. I was I was listening it, it to it. You know, I wonder though, Jeff, with the if they said the damage with the, from that storm was into the millions, it might be the billions yeah. today. Oh, it, would be good. Yeah, it, cer- it certainly could be. I so, thought it was interesting. Yeah, they would say explained. a million and a quarter dollars in the uh, in right. Yeah, yeah. I, it was interesting that he explained what happens when the electricity goes off. Now the thing is. Many of much of the country until around the war didn't have electricity. You know, the South, that's what the TVA was about. So it's like, um, well, why you tell me all this? I mean, I know it's, I can't do it without electricity because they'd remember growing up without electricity. But uh, I guess for John uh, Cameron Swayze, it was quite a, uh, quite a thing. And maybe that was his son he was talking to that was, was on NBC. That's right. Hey, Dad, uh, don't worry about the, the electricity because uh, there's no, uh, the, the electricity's not working. Don't worry about the fuel truck. And, and his yeah. son became very, very <laughs> successful working at WCBS AM in the, when it was all news. And he also worked at, the, at NBC's. And mem- at, at NBC's News and Information Service for as well. So uh, he, he did, and he was on ABC Entertainment too, as I memory serves. Okay. So that's all I could say. Well, when he gave his father the news, he was probably like seven years old. He gave his father the news even back then. How about that? He certainly yeah, did. That's right. No electricity. Hey, now, I, I, our next feature, and I asked Bill to separate. Normally, we would do the the classic air check here, but I really. You know, everyone says how bad radio. I, mean, I can't believe how many people keep telling me, "Well, they can't stand radio. They don't like radio." Da 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 da. But I will tell you that after listening to this radio station, they celebrated this past week their 40 years of top 40 radio. Uh, they've been in the format since 1980. They were originally WBRE in Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. I did a little <laughs> research on them, and then they became WKRZ in 1980. And the radio announcer you're going to hear is someone who has been at this radio station since its inception in 1980. It's very unusual. Bernie, you know as well as I that 40 years at a radio station these days oh, ain't yeah. going to happen. So 
At a yes. top 40 station? And wow, that does happen. At a top 40 station, and when I started listening to him, because I could hear them when the band would open up here in Albany, New York, before you could, before they put all the translators and other stations on the air, he was doing, he, he was working at uh, at WKRZ, and I could hear him when the band would open up. It was jumping Jeff Walker back then, so you'll get to hear what he sounds like, and I want to get some comments from you guys about this. Here you go, Jeff. This week, at my featured station segment, we're traveling to Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, and we're going to listen to radio station WKRZ-FM. They transmit on a frequency of 98.5, and they're owned and operated by Intercom. And you might be wondering why we're featuring this radio station. Well, there are two things remarkable about this radio station. First of all, they began their Top 40 format in 1980, 40 years ago. And second of all, the radio announcer we're going to hear started with this radio station in 1980, and he's been with the radio station for 40 years. And in radio, a format that lasts for 40 years is quite remarkable these days, and a radio announcer works for the same radio station for 40 years is also quite remarkable. The radio announcer we're going to listen to is Jumpin' Jeff Walker, who's been with the radio station since its Top 40 inception in 1980. So without further ado, why not sit back and enjoy Jumpin' Jeff Walker on radio station WKRZ-FM on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. WKRZ, WKRZ, HD1, Freeland, Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, WKRF, Toby, and Stroudsburg. 40 years of KRZ, and we're just getting... Started from the Van Scoy Diamond Mine Studio. It's Northeast PA's number one station. This is the one and only 98.5 KRZ, a radio.com station. Like it did all. 98.5 KRZ. Gabby Barrett had a big night last night at the CMT Awards. She got Breakthrough Video Award. And, of course, that song, I hope, was a country hit and a top 40 hit. A lot of country artists have been sliding into the top 40 arena. Dan and Shay, Marin Morris. Am I missing anyone? Gabby Barrett. Gabby Barrett. Uh, Kane Brown. Kane Brown. This happens every few decades where the two formats or the two types of music kind of blend. But a lot of it is overlapping when you think about it. Why don't we? This is their new one, Fallen on KRZ. Number one then, number one now, and that's all because of you. Number one. Here's another 40 years of KRZ flashback. Everybody dance now. 98.5 KRZ. Oh, the memories from 40 years of KRZ. Well... 39 years, 364 days, and it's been wonderful hearing from so many people. We've had calls, we've had emails, Facebook messages. It's coming in all directions, and we love to hear it. It's really cool to hear, you know, the favorite memories, the things that really, like, people really remember about KRZ. Kathy said she won dinner and tickets to the Fifty Shades of Grey parody. Oh. And went with me to that. I went with a, a large group of our of our listeners who won and it was super fun at the Kirby Center. Also, Nicole said, I'm 32 years old and you guys were my only Valentine. You showed up at my house with a dozen roses, a chocolate tower, and a gift certificate to Rainbow Jewelers. I still have my gold chain. Oh, wow. 
James says, I got to play the name game when Jeff used to pronounce hard to say last names. Yes. He won, but still sent me a KR's, uh, still sent me a whack job CD as a consolation prize. I used to try to send something out. I hate with somebody. a handwritten note. I always do handwritten notes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mike said uh, bras across the bridge was really amazing, and he was happy to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Tracy says my kids, my three kids were babysat for Valentine's Day. Oh, God. So their father and I could go on a date at the Woodlands. Yes. The kids still talk about how much fun Amanda and Jeff were every time we tune in. Them getting that experience and the memories it created far outweigh any tickets, CDs, T-shirts, or anything I've won over the years. This studio was insane because there were little kids crawling all over the equipment. I want to say there were four kids. I think so. And you were not a mother at the time. No, and we were still trying to do a show, and we were babysitting uh-huh. these four kids because we sent their parents to the Woodlands to have dinner and alone time yes. for Valentine's Day. And you know what we mean when we say alone time, a nooner. So anyway, I do remember at certain moments saying, oh my God, wait a minute, I only see three of them right now. <laughs> Did like, we lose one? What time are their parents coming back? Yes, we'd call them up. Um, hey, you are coming back, right? Yeah. That was fun. But we love hearing these stories. However we've touched your life or maybe you want a prize, whatever it is. And here is how you can share that moment with us. Let's celebrate. 98.5 KRZ celebrates 40 years on the air. And we are giving you a chance to be a part of it. Call the 40 years of KRZ birthday line to wish us a happy birthday and tell us about your favorite KRZ memory. I love it. Are you ready? Woo! Here we go. It could be about a personality contest, whatever. But we want to know at 570-602-2816. You gonna make somebody You may even hear your KRZ birthday message on the air. So call now and tell us why you love KRZ. From Northeast PA Station, still crazy after all these years. 98.5 KRZ. KRZ, you know, we all had to make sacrifices during the lockdown period. And if you have elderly parents or maybe an aunt and an uncle you were really close to, maybe you couldn't see them. Mm -hmm. And that was really hard, especially, you know, when you had parents, say, in a nursing home. But here's an amazing story. An 11-year-old boy in Italy was desperately missing his grandma. The problem is... He's in Italy. She is in England, 1,700 miles apart. So he he asked his father if he could walk to his grandmother's house. Oh. Of course, no parent is going to say, oh, yeah, pack a lunch. Good luck. His dad, though, sensing that this was really important to the boy, and, you know, he probably wanted to see his mother as well. I don't know why they walked. Uh, well, okay. There weren't flights at the time, but his dad said to him, we'll walk together. Wow. Okay. 
What is the furthest you've ever walked? <laughs> I mean, Do you know? Um, probably like I don't know, like five miles. I know. At my very first radio job, a little part-time job in my hometown, we had the blizzard of all blizzards. It was illegal to drive, but I was young and eager. I wanted to be on the air. I wanted to get to the radio station. It was probably 15 miles away. So I literally did pack food and some things in a, like a little backpack. And against my parents' wishes... I was 18 for crying out loud. I started walking. My father was convinced something horrible would happen. So like what? A snowplow would scoop you up? Or a car would hit me or whatever. And about halfway there in the snow on the side of the road, I see a cop car pull up. He called the police on me. And they drove me to the station. Oh, you got a police escort. I did indeed. But that pales in comparison to saying, okay, son, we'll walk 1,700 miles right. and, and so visit your grandmother. Did they really? Oh, yeah. They made it. Here is the boy. I had to convince them by eating all my vegetables, doing good and lots of homework. Hit the road, yeah. and don't, don't come, come back, back no more. more. It'll be the biggest hug almost I've ever gave in someone. Wow. A big, big hug. They left in June. They spent 93 days hiking through Italy, Switzerland, and France. Well, that sounds like a really cool experience it in is. itself. They even found a wild donkey along the way to carry their stuff, and they took a boat across the English Channel and made it to her house right outside London late last month. That is very cool. And you know what? Not only did he get to see his grandmother and he got, and his father got to see his mom, but this is an adventure. They will treasure and always remember. So good for them. I wouldn't have agreed to it, though. <laughs> Here's Demi Lovato. Feel like a drop in the ocean. Okay. The Radio.com app. Download and favorite KRZ now. KRZ. If you want to venture back to the gym, we have a half-off deal for the Pocono Family YMCA. A one-month single adult membership, only $21. You can buy it at GetMyParks.com. It's the longest-running radio show in Pennsylvania. We want more. We want more. Like, you really like it. You right. want more. The Jeff Walker Show on 98.5 KRZ. Well, there you go. 98.5 WKRZ-FM and Jumpin' Jeff Walker, a really good radio announcer and a really good radio show. Today, you don't see radio shows with lots of content and lots of personality. However, Jumpin' Jeff Walker certainly fills the bill with this radio show. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program or if there's a station that you'd like me to feature, why don't let me know about it? The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F, Jeff, at allthingsradio.net. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Was a great uh, radio cool. station. Okay, let's start with you, Bernie. Well, maybe that was last. outstanding. That was <laughs> absolutely outstanding. Uh, the, the thing is, 40 years, and you go, okay, I'll listen to this guy. I know he sounds older now, but he still sounds really, really good. Yeah, I think he sounded really good. He sounded involved, and like, you know, he knew what he was talking about, and he was out there doing it. You know, that's what it yeah. sounded like to me. I enjoyed hearing him. And he, I mean, he didn't sound real involved with the music, but you don't have to be. 
You know, no, that's okay. No. It's, it's, it's almost secondary. You play the song so you can get ready for the next break. I was interested in that story about walking from Italy. I'm sitting here, and I'm like, walk. you can't walk from Italy to England. Finally, the no, boat no. got involved. <laughs> you can't it had to be an island. You yeah. have to swim a little while. But they finally yeah. got the boat involved. Uh, yes, there was a boat involved. But, and, but uh, no, see, that my, was a cool uh, story, though. My son came to me once when uh, his brother was born, and he said, uh, <laughs> I want to go back to Grandma's. And I said, see ya. <laughs> one, one thing I noticed about Jeff, well, I, by the way, the reason I called him Jumpin' Jeff Walker is because when he came on WKRZ back in the early days, that's what he called himself, Jumpin' Jeff Walker. So he's also changed over the years as well. And I believe if you listen to the accent, Chris, I believe there is a hint of New England in him. He sounds like it. And he could have been talking about the blizzard of 78 because there were I all kinds so of travel restrictions and stuff. And, oh, yeah. and, he could, yeah. and actually... That would have been something they would have done if the police would have driven him to the radio station. If you had a job in in radio or in hospitals or sure. something with communication or whatever, when they have those emergency announcements now, that going back to that forty eight thing, nobody said there were bans on doing anything. I mean, people just went out there and uh, died in the snowdrift yeah. if they they wanted to back in those days. You know, you know back in those days, they didn't close they didn't close schools unless they actually had to. I mean, the bottom yeah, well, line that, is I'm you, sure they closed the schools, but you know, because yeah. it was ridiculous, but. Still, Let's say, I, I never saw emergencies like that until the 70s, you know? Go ahead, go ahead Sean. I, I was really impressed because, you know, I mean, usually top 40 radio, especially if you've been in it and you're over 40, they go, oh, you're too old for that format. Yeah. And, you know, they send you the classic hit for adult contemporary, and that way they'll those other those people that followed you on the top 40 station in 1980 would hey i remember him in 1980 now he's followed us to the oldie station or whatever you know that they remember right. but that that's true that, but but there are a few radio announcers who are who are, who are exceptions to the rule well, one of those radio announcers elvis duran elvis duran is one the other one is maddie siegel who works at radio station right. wxks fm he does mornings at wxks yeah. fm so yes yep. there are there are a few uh, there are a few exceptions to the rule However, like I said, I, I, I was surprised. Now, first of all, this station is owned and operated by Anticom, and I was surprised that they would keep him on as long as they as long as they have, but they have. Now, of course, in deference to them, they, they certainly say they certainly don't have a midday announcer. They use Ryan Seacrest doing middays for the radio station. That's, uh, that's syndicated for Premier Radio, and he does a show out of New York rather than... Los Angeles because he's on the air with Ryan and Kelly uh, with Ryan and Kelly yeah. Kelly Ripper and Ryan Seacrest on television, but that station was one of those stations that I was I was telling Bill uh, before we did this uh, preparing this podcast and radio show is that I, I used to listen to the station in Albany, New York. I could turn my re- the beam antenna. I lived in a nine-story apartment building. I had my antennas on the roof of the building. I could turn it southwest to Pennsylvania and listen to this radio station many times, even if the band wasn't open. There was static underneath it. And the per- the girl I was living with at the time, would you turn that static on? No, I'm listening to the radio station. <laughs> yeah. And, and even top 40 stations themselves, you think about it, how many have been along? I mean, Around that long, I mean, Z100, yeah, yeah 1983, Kiss been FM in L.A., probably, what, 81, 82, uh, B96, you know, but there's a handful of stations that are still doing that, that were top 40 then and top 40 now. There's maybe yeah. a handful across the country. There's quite a few, really. You know, Kiss FM yeah. in L.A. Yeah, Kiss 108 here is... Uh, they yeah. started, they were dance uh, format, and then about the beginning of 1980 is when they went uh, top 40. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, there's a radio station in Virginia, on Richmond, Virginia, on WRVQ-FM, and I have uh, references to them 
going to Top 40, and I do remember when they did it, because I got to hear them, uh, I got to hear people tell me about it when I was in college, they went Top 40 in 1972 on the FM band. Now, that's not... That's, that's, when, not, that's, that's when KRB did, yeah. too. That's not... And what about, what's the one that Kid Craddock worked with? KHKS, they've been Top 40 yeah. for quite a long time. Well, yeah. okay, they were they were Top 40, and then they went away and became 106-1 the Oasis, and then they came back as Top 40 in, what, 92? Yeah, somewhere around there, but uh, yeah, so but it went away in '86 with Walton and Johnson, and after Zippo had left, and yeah, it was a little after that, I think. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, they, I think. yeah, they were uh, uh, smooth jazz and the new age for a few years there. But so yeah, it, it, it is a format that can last, and obviously he knew the music yeah. because he did mention the names of some of the songs they were playing. So, but today you don't really have to mention the names of the songs as much because people see them on their uh, on their iPhones as they're listening to them or on their. And oh. yeah, and in all honesty, you don't have to know the music. You really don't. You don't. You I mean, just, just know the intros. Yeah. <laughs> Take know, it for you, one. You know the know. intros, and, and you know the lines. Because <laughs> a lot of radio announcers aren't allowed to have aren't allowed to have any kind of personality, right, Bernie? You see this all right. the time. So they're going to say yes. ten in a row, or you know, or they're going to play a, yeah. another four strong song, you know, and they're going to do that kind of stuff. They don't even say the name of the song they play most of the time. Well, so. the other thing is, aren't they on the charts for long periods of time? So it's like uh, I've been playing this thing for six months or a year, and here we go again. You know, that's what they're doing. I guess the charts don't move that much. That's what you hear. No, there's not as there's not as much new stuff coming out on a regular basis. Yes, and that's the problem. So how do you keep yeah. it fresh? And and he didn't have this personality when I started listening to him back in the '80s. I I, I think it goes back to when I got my apartment on on the State Street in Albany in '82. Um, the, he they didn't have that kind of personality. Yeah, it was uh, Jumpin' Jeff Walker playing the hits. He evolved into that kind of personality. And it's very rare that you find that on the afternoon drive shifts. You, you mainly find that a lot on on the morning radio shifts. So it's very rare when you find personality in the afternoons like that. So I think that's a yeah, plus. Our, yeah. our new current CHR, the new one just started, has, I believe they have an afternoon team now. And that may be starting to happen around the country because I've heard, read about others that are doing that. So I'll be interested to yeah, see how they, that works. Yeah, they have a yeah, they have the syndicated morning show, the Brooke and Jeffrey, and then the, I haven't heard the afternoon team yet. I read so I'll, I'll have, have to play that. I'll have to get an air check of that. Was it KGSR? Is that the one that? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, then, yeah. I'll have to play them. We I thought we featured them once with a previous format a long time ago. They, they, uh, when they the went to the Star ninety three three. That's right. So. Uh, two years ago. So did. we'll have to feature them later on in the uh, in the All Things Radio yeah, live then. broadcast. So I'm glad you got. Uh, I'm glad we got some positive feedback on that. I was, I'm always worried, you know, about uh, when I do these featured stations, what people are going to think uh, of them. And so I would I'm glad be that worried, I, Jeff, if I was you. Never worry. Yeah. Never I don't worry. worry. I always comment on it one way or another. <laughs> I don't worry. I Bernie, the analyst stayed for it. Bernie, I don't really worry. You know why? Because because I can have a few gin and tonics and relax afterwards. That's how I feel. Absolutely. The trouble is, you start That's doing by the, the way, show. Uh, <laughs> by the way, uh, the, the drive from uh, Tucson that you uh, played last week. Yeah, I, I'm a listener now. <laughs> Good. I didn't even know about it. There's another yeah. station down there in Phoenix that's similarly formatted that I like too. Uh, the Wow Factor ninety five one. Those are I like both those stations. I have to I have to look at yeah. that. You know, it's funny, Bernie. I it do the editing. Bobby Rich is really good. I do the editing on these on these radio stations, and I'm saying, did I do that edit? I can't believe it. I can't believe it sounds like that. I goes, you know, because you do so many of these things after a while, you don't realize. And I was like, wow, that's a pretty good edits. And I don't, I don't, well, you know, and. So, and and Sean Ross is is pretty on top of things, so I'm yeah, glad I like his stuff. And yeah, you know that was that was pretty good. Well, yeah, I, I, like yeah, I kind of I kind of look at it this way: if he if he likes something, 
I'm going to listen to it, or I'm going to find out more about yeah. the radio station. Yeah. I, I, exactly. I do read his column yeah. every week. So yeah, even I, if you I, don't like it, you, you got to figure out why he does. You know, well, that's it. And uh, yeah, I, he was part of that radio info. What was it called? Radio radioinfo.com or something like that. When when I used to I get think so. Yeah, he them. Was so part of that. Yeah. that's where that's where Tom Taylor came from. And there was a person who wrote about country music and so forth. Oh, so what on. was her name? Uh, it was Stark. Phyllis Stark, right? Yeah. And, you and uh, I read the same Daniel. material, Gary. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. So, well, I Jeff, guess I guess we're about to wrap it up. We're going to do your um, oldie station here. Uh, it's classic air check from uh, 1966. Uh, Dave Hull, the Hullabaloo from, uh, and it's a cut. The quality is a little gritty, but unfortunately, that's what I had at the time. I, I do have other air checks that I'm going to be downloading and getting prepared for future of all things radio live broadcast. But I think you'll like Dave Hull. He's a, he was very in with the Beatles, and you'll get to hear what he sounds like uh, with with his shtick back in 1966. Well, we're going to listen to that and listen to us oldies on Tuesday night for the election coverage. I'll do double duty tomorrow night. I'm going to do Pam's show. Gosh, boy, I'll take her ratings down. Whoosh. Yeah, well. Just, yeah. I mean, are you going to do a uh, top uh, a countdown, or are you just going to do requests? Probably just do request. Uh, if I'd had more time, maybe I would have. Yeah. Because I've got yeah. the doctors and all kinds of things to do tomorrow before I do it. Otherwise, give away a thousand dollars to the tenth caller and you'll be fine. That's wow. true. I'm gonna die. <laughs> yeah. hey, I'll give Don't them. Say that I'll, bet, I'll bet if he. Da- I'll bet if he gives away the thousand dollars, though, Bernie. I'll bet you and I are not eligible to win that. No, no, we, we no, don't, no. Have, I don't know. I could change my name. I would say before we go, don't don't say that too loud. People might take you seriously on that bill. Well, that, or I'll tell them I'll give away my iPhone 10X R here, and they'll say, hmm, uh, I'd rather I'd rather listen to the radio. Anyway, here we go with Jeff. Thank you, panel. Thank you, everyone. Here we go. This week, we're going to remember a Los Angeles radio announcer who passed away this past week at the age of 86. His name is Dave Hull, and he made his mark in Los Angeles radio and legendary radio station KRLA AM from 1963 to 1969. But he also worked at KMPC, as well as KGBS, and a number of other radio stations in and around the Los Angeles, California area. Dave Hull had a special relationship with the Beatles, which you'll find evident on this radio air check. So without further ado, let's take that virtual time machine back to September of 1966. And listen to KRLA and Dave Hull on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Good time with winner Huddle Stand by for this next record. After you hear him go one, two, three, four, you'll hear Paul cough in the background. Oh, they just leave him on. Take a smash out of the Dave Hull program at eight minutes before four. KRLA request time. Listen carefully. about the tax man, but I'm smarter than that, boy. I don't know what I'm saying. Okay, let's pull out the brochure on Hullabaloo. <laughs> oh, no, not me, boy. Six minutes before four, K.R. Relay request time. K-R-L-A request time. 
Shorty's turntable never stopped. Do the hell of a lot. I never met a girl who makes me feel the way that you do me. I'm on my way. Ha, ha, ha. Dave Villabaloo here. One minute till four. KRBLA request time. Get ready. Here I come, Pacific. <laughs> $500 or more. Wherever you live in Southern California, Pacific Finance has an office near you. In the town that I was born and raised in Alhambra, there happens to be a Pacific Finance office at 123 East Valley Boulevard. See the manager, Ted Ralston, serving Southern California from Carries a left, lifts all the big stuff. Dave Hullabaloo here with the big stuff until oh, 6 o'clock. Three minutes past, four friends, 403 KR Relay request time. In Reseda, you can call and recall 989 2500. Thank you, sweetheart. Be sure to see Kaleidoscope opening today exclusively at the Warner Hollywood Theater. Say, the left bank were supposed to be here this afternoon answering our phones. <laughs> they never showed. Thanks a lot, Kaleidoscope. Though we gotta say This afternoon, answering our request lines right now. Give them a jingle in your request line in your area. The left bank are answering our phones now. <laughs> Reason why they took so long to get here, they're out meeting all the big time disc jockeys. Dave Hull Show at 7 past 4, 407, KRLA request line. Program 11 past 4 o'clock, 411 KRLA request time. Clear skies, sunny days, 92 for your Saturday tomorrow. Hot of the lures and heavy smog. Hi, this is Les Paul from for Robert Hall. Where else could I get so much fashion at such low prices? You couldn't get them anywhere, Bob. Remember that. Special ladies stretch slacks with silky bonded linings. Misses and junior sizes. Sale price today and Saturday only for just two ninety nine at Robert Hall. <laughs> We're not waiting around either. Monday they go back to three ninety seven. Okay. 
explosion at Azusa Rocket Plant kills three, and miserable weather is the order of the day. 415, 85 degrees with smoggy sunshine in the Southland. KRLA News presented by the National Skating Derby, where there's plenty of thrilling action now. Azusa, three persons were killed and two more injured as an explosion shook the Aerojet General Plant in Azusa today. For reservations call Hemlock 72255. J. Roberts, KRLA News. for Maria Torres of Sami Honolulu's where it's now 98 degrees. Hey, call program at 23 minutes past 4, 423 KRLA request time. This is Remington Noble for Valhalla Thunderbolt gasoline. Blue Rolls has a new preview sound at KRLA. And it's out of sight. New balls. Love is a hurting thing. A new preview on KRLA. Dave Hall program here. Hullabaloo at 26 past 4. 426 KRLA request time. For your child. Pick up your favorite Shasta beverages at Stater Brothers Market. Left Banks on our request lines right now. Taking your request phone calls at KRLA. From the Dave Hall program with 50,000 watts of request music. Who asked for them and I play them for you, boy or girl? It's 4.30 now, gay RLA request time. When you've got a job to do, get some soon. Serving Southern California from Pasadena. I'm talking now. It's 26 minutes before 5, and the left bank are on the request lines. 26 till 5, KRLA request time. In Pasadena, use it. It's yours. 681 3666. KRLA request. The wire service has released a new report on filter smoking. Now that the truth is out, shouldn't your brand be true? Captain, this is the radio operator. Captain, this is the radio operator. I know you've got a thing there going with a hostess, but I think you ought to pull the thing up. Over. <laughs> Program here at 22 before 5, KRLA request time. Some water.
people never complain about the weather. Well, there you go. Memories of September of 1966 and the late Dave Hull on radio station KRLA from Pasadena, California. Sorry about the quality of that air check. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the show, or if there's a classic air check from a radio station that you'd like me to present, and yes, I'll try to get it on for you, send me an email. The email address here, once again, is Jeff, that's J-E-F-F, Jeff, at allthingsradio.net. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the World Wide Web.